Welcome everybody to another episode of Our Wives Are Friends with your hosts Tyler and Eric. We hope you enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by nobody because we still don't have any sponsors. Welcome back to another episode of Our Wiser Friends with your host Tyler and Eric. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for gracing us with your listenership today. Yeah, it's uh, it's always, I don't know, it's always like the weekend is like a different vibe. Yeah, when we know we're recording. Yeah, you know because we're so busy during the week. We're doing whether it's husband, dad, work, whatever role we're holding and then it's like okay we'll lead up to hey we're recording this weekend let's start getting some topics together let's start conversing and it's always like i would say like the dark cloud of the weekend kind of like disappears for temporarily yeah yeah it's like it's almost like a little bit of an outlet you know people have their different things that we do and this is something that we kind of do to get together and yeah like most people i don't know most people have their things they do on the weekends where like i still like you know we'll mow my lawn uh with it being summertime i'm doing that like pretty early yeah Definitely didn't feel like, like doing it today. Ass crack of dawn early. Yeah, but uh, there's other things that like most people like to do on the weekends too, and it's I wouldn't say it's more of a female thing because I've I've done it, but it's still really early, which is yard sailing, right? But the thing with the the thing that cracks me up the most is, have you ever tried to get your, like your wife up to do anything else on a weekend, like a Saturday morning at six a.m.? Yeah, it's like no, it's but it's happening. like yard sailing. They're fucking up, dude. They got the coffee going. They're out the door at 6 a.m. Dude, yard selling is like a whole culture in itself. There's like unwritten rules. There's just like a, it's a culture. Yeah, that's the that's like the only time in USA that you can really haggle. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you're bringing it to the table. And it's expected. If you're having a yard sale, you're expecting to get haggled pretty that's much the, all day the, long. That's the only place you could buy 30 shirts for a nickel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, maybe not right now. Maybe a dollar. But either way, it's, you know. The last time I had a yard sale, my very first customer came up and bought all my shirts, all my shirts and shorts for 50 bucks. Didn't he even look, he looked through a couple of them. He's like, yeah, I'll take it all for 50. I was like, the first person of the day. I'm like, uh, sure. You're like, dude, I would have taken it for 10. I was like, dude, I was asking a quarter for everything. (laughs) 50 bucks. Oh, man, yeah. And I'm always curious, too, like, what's there, a first offer? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it also kind of, uh, you know, stroked my ego a little bit because I'm like, hey, man, maybe you got some good style. Like, he, this guy likes my dad bod style. Like, he saw a couple shirts in there that, you know. He likes all your Revolution shirts? Yeah. Or- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had, some, I had some pretty classy stuff. I had some golf polos in there that had stains on them and everything. From the country club days? Yeah. Or- like a 10-year-old shirt with stains on it. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, go ahead. That, that's all you. That's going to look what's, great what's on you. What's more awkward is the fact, like, you see your neighbor, like, leaving for work one day, or he's, like, going out to get the mail, and it's probably, you know, it could be a neighbor of yours that bought all these clothes. Yeah. And he, you see the shirt, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> knowing that, dude, you like, I wore this shit out of that shirt, and I probably, like, got some got some gross food on it or something. Yeah. Like, I sweat in that thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, certain things that happened in that shirt, like, Glad he's in, <laughs> glad the next man's enjoying it now. We had a yard sale here at our house, uh, and like the next door neighbor 
I live, they're not, they don't live here anymore, but like they came over and like bought a bunch of my clothes. Yeah. I was just like, all right. <laughs> you see them the next day walking outside. Yeah. No, like, that, like I recognize those shorts. There's a few things that happen with your neighbors when that happens is one, they come over and might look at some stuff and like, I've always been pretty chill to where it's like, okay, if my neighbor really wants this, you know, I'm just going to just tell him like, Hey, no, you can just take it. You know, you don't have to pay me for it unless it's something like crazy expensive, you know? Another thing that happens is, like, they'll see you have a yard sale, and they're like, oh, shit, I need to get rid of some shit, you know? And so, mm-hmm. like, like uh, one of my buddies next door that lives to me, he started bringing, like, you know, dressers and stuff outside, you know, on his thing, you know? It's like a reminder, like, I oh, didn't shit. even realize you had a Revolution shirt on now. I do. I didn't even notice that. It's <laughs> a good shirt, man. It's a good-looking shirt. Dude, I just said that because I know, like, that... You like them, yeah. But the fact that you have one on now is even better. This makes it I more funny. Didn't even yeah. notice. Hey, it's a good band. Big fan. Um. So last weekend, my wife and her grandma went um, yard sailing. Actually, okay. And they didn't find anything because for whatever reason, uh, everybody was selling stuff at a crazy price, like new new prices, right? And there was like you know some tools or whatever, and it was like a drill, three hundred dollars. And it's like I'm not gonna go buy a used drill for three hundred dollars. Like I'm not spending three hundred dollars at anybody's yard sale. When I can go to Home Depot and buy the same drill for one ninety nine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Same with like a treadmill. There was a treadmill there, uh, three hundred dollars. Yeah. It's like I think you guys are forgetting how yard sales work. Yeah. It's to just off- offload your crap and hope that like you might as well get make a few bucks off of it instead of just giving it to the goodwill. Yeah. So there's two it's so funny you bring that up. There's two types of people when they're ha- they're hosting a yard sale. You got the person that's just like, "Hey, this shit's all going to goodwill if it if it's in my garage at the end of the day. So I'm just going to sell it for whatever people are willing to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, if I can make a few bucks off of it, then cool. And then you have the person that's like that makes a living off doing yeah, it. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> "Oh no, man. That sh- that pair of shoes is 15 bucks." And it's like yeah, you have the type of person that they yard sell, and then they you go to their yard sale like two weeks later, and you find all of your stuff at their yard sale, and it's all upcharged. Yeah. Yeah, so they, you have the two pi- types of people. The ones that are just trying to offload shit, Yeah, and then the people that are like, this is what they do for a living. And it's funny because uh, me and Kelsey are about to have a yard sale. We're kind of gearing up for it. We started kind of getting stuff together when it cools down a little bit after the summer. We're going to have one, but it's funny because I'm the type of person just offload shit and just like let people buy it for whatever like i don't really obviously i want to make some money on it but kelsey's the type where she kind of upcharges on a lot of her items and she's like man i can't believe this isn't sold and i'm like that's because it's I'm a, like no one's gonna pay that's because you have 12 dollars on there put it for a dollar <laughs> so it's funny because sometimes like you know she would go inside and i'd sell some of the shit like when she went inside and she'd come out and get mad because i'd sell it for like a low price but i'm like hey it's gone yeah it's gone bye and and here's another thing for all you yard so host out there, here's a trick. When it gets about 9.30 or 10, you know, it kind of slows down a little bit. Most of the crowd comes between 7 and 9. When it gets to about 9.30 or 10, someone just rolls up and you say, hey, I'll sell you everything on my lawn right now for 10 or 15 bucks. So you get an extra 10 or 15 bucks or 20 bucks. You get extra money and they clean up for you. They take all the crap and load it up in their car. You wash your hands of it. All today. Dude, the craziest part, too, is, like, people that come to the yard sales are coming from, like, 10 miles away. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like, how do you, like I literally have, like, three signs out. What the hell are you coming from 10 miles away? You know, they just patrol neighborhoods on 
yeah. begin mornings. Dude. I mean, even farther than that, I'd say up to 30 miles away in some of these little farm towns that we kind of live around. It's crazy, dude. It's like a whole... But, I mean, they'll bring thing. a big truck and they'll make a... They'll load it up and... I mean, a lot of these things they're getting pretty good deals on, too. See, I'm, I'm more of the... Uh, like you, I guess. Not necessarily... Like, I'll take it or leave it. I'll load my truck up and just take it down and haul it off and give it to somebody. Yeah. Because I'd rather not deal with the hassle than have to get up at 5 a.m., set up a bunch of tables, put out a bunch of blankets, lay all this shit out that I don't obviously want because I'm trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, You know, I just, I don't know. Sometimes it's not even worth the hassle. And then you have to, like, you're wasting most of a Saturday. Yeah. Because then you have to pick it up at the end, whatever exactly. doesn't sell, then you're still going down to drop it off. Yeah. You're still it, going to Goodwill or whatever. And the lines can be long on Saturdays at Goodwill when you go to drop stuff off. That's where I employ my tactic. I'm like, hey, I'm getting extra money here. Take it all. Take it all. And I wash my hands of it. And it usually, I would say about 90% of the time it works. There's mm. a couple times where I've been stuck with some stuff. There are some times that you'll find like gems though. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. diamonds in the rough and some some yard sales if you actually go. Because sometimes people... uh don't know the worth of things. Yeah. So like you might find some set of golf clubs, especially estate sales. Estate sales are where it's at because that is true. Because they're just trying to get rid of and clear the house. So you might find a set of like, you know, eight hundred dollar golf clubs that they're just like fifty bucks in a year. You're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. No, you get good deals. One of my um, friend's brother in law, he went to an estate sale like you're mentioning, and they were selling off like his alcohol collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like the father had passed away, and they're selling off the the alcohol collection. Yeah, which is an odd thing to get in an estate sale, but there's all these like really old whiskeys. You know these these whiskey bottles were like I don't know twenty five thirty years old, like really worth a lot of money. So he went and bought all these bottles for like a hundred and fifty bucks, and like each bottle was worth like a couple thousand dollars. Hmm. And he got like 10 of them. Dang, dude. Yeah. So you just never know. So, yeah, there, there are gems. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of an interesting one. Like, here, I'm going to sell the alcohol in an estate sale because normally, yeah. like, the family would come in and rummage through all that. Yeah. And normally what's left in an estate sale is stuff that family didn't want or they didn't have any family. And this is, you know, they're selling all their stuff. And I, and with this, in a estate sale, I always find it interesting, too. Like, I just want to go in these people's houses you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let me see the layout of this house. Yeah. It's kind of like going to an open house for like, you are you don't have any attention on buying the house. Yeah. I just want to see the inside of this house. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. I've been curious. I've driven by this house a while. <laughs> yeah. So you can find some real gems. You know, that's the other side of it. You know, so you got the selling side of it and then you got the buying side where you can really find some pretty cool things. If But you have to get up early. You got to go and check it out and. Some of these guys, though, they do that. They go and buy this stuff, and they sell it on eBay or offer up. Yeah, because most of the time, it's, I mean, I'm not trying to whatever, but it's an older person that that passed away, and they're doing the estate sale. And I I don't know about you, but I'm not really fashionable with a 1969 sport coat, you know, that's been hanging in the closet for 50 years. Got some dust on it. You know, maybe some moth holes in it. Like, I'm not the first one that's jumping at the bits to buy something like that. Yeah. There are people out there. But most of the time, I'm looking for, like, furniture stuff and trying to get a good sale on, yeah. sale on that. You but can then, get a good but deal then, But then you got to deal with, okay, did they die in the house? Is that furniture haunted? Yeah. Like, you know, is it bringing a presence with it? Am I know? bringing a spirit into my house? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just take it and hose it down in my front yard, you know? Wash all those spirits away. <laughs> you, you got the Bible out there? You're... <laughs> <laughs> reading to <it. laughs> trying to get the spirits out 
say a quick prayer. I'm going to do an exorcism, but on this piece of furniture. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yard sales are wild, dude. Like, what do you think? Uh, mm. I like playing this game when I had a yard sale, and I like to, when I set up my yard sale, I'm like, hey, I wonder what the weirdest thing, I try to predict what the weirdest thing I'm going to sell that day is, or if it's going to sell. Like, just something weird I had in my house. I don't I don't necessarily play that game. Yeah. Uh, because, I don't know, I'm not judging myself that much, yeah. I guess, but I I play the game of, am I going to, I play what, what I like to call um, yard sale bingo in my head like am i gonna hit all the spots of all the, the different types of people that come yeah to my yard so you have you have the guy the old guy that just wants to talk yeah and might buy something yeah just because he's nice but really he's just driving around trying to find someone to talk because he's lonely yeah so come across that guy and most of the time it's like a bald veteran yeah you know what i mean yeah and he gets out of his uh crown vic you know exactly what you could you could picture it in your oh, head yeah yeah so and then you have like the uh the, the crazy like hispanic couple that have already been to like 30 yard sales and they have a truck that's like dude it is this thing is piled yeah beyond the cab you know what i mean they're they have just, things strapped down in there like i think that's the those are the people that like have a business where they do yard selling or resell uh resale things like fix them up and resell them yeah and then you have like the the housewife or the uh a group of old old ladies or the old neighbor lady down the street that's yeah, kind of just like a nosy neighbor you but, know but you could literally play like bingo with it like oh i got this card yep i got this spot yep yeah. i got this spot i don't know and then you, you always hit somebody too that's like looking for something that's like obscure yeah especially like nowadays it's like oh man i was hoping you had cds what the fuck are you looking for cds what? for yeah. <laughs> you guys have any pokemon cards i was like, hoping you had cassette tapes <laughs> Yeah, there's always people looking for like specific things, like vintage video games and things like that too. Yeah, those are Segas big. and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, looking for a dresser. Like, I'm, you're you know, looking for one? Yeah. Okay. So whenever Danielle's like, "I'm going to a yard sale," I'm like, "If they have any dressers?" Yeah. Because I'm trying to find like a certain like size and length to like fit in my closet. Yeah, you guys might have another. Uh, you guys might cover another bingo topic. It's like the. The wife that goes in and does the scoping and then calls in like the husband for reinforcements. Like, all right, I found this. Come bring the truck. Come bring the truck. Come haggle for me. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, yard selling is like a whole thing, man. Like, we, I mean, this could be a whole episode dedicated to yard selling. Oh, yeah. I think the weirdest thing I've sold is uh, like used underwear. Okay. It's like barely about to hang on, you know? I've, okay. Well, I've never sold my. <laughs> Fucking ate up used underwear with fucking shit stains on it. Hey, you're, it's got you're, holes in it. Here's my philosophy, man. Everything's for sale. Oh no, everything's for sale. At that point, I'm just I turn those into my nighttime underwear. You know, so I got I got holes all in them, so it's extra breathable for when I'm sleeping. You got you know uh, airflow going, extra vents. Yeah, yeah, man. But I uh, that's honestly more of a thing I put out as a joke, but it really sold. Some what? guy bought it for like so is that the cents. is that the weirdest thing? Like, what's the weirdest thing you sold in the yard? Sale? That's probably one of the weirder ones. It's like, kind of put it out halfway joking, uh-huh. and uh, someone's like, "Yeah, I'll take you know twenty five cents." I'm just like, I don't even know what you want to do with these, but take could them, you buddy. imagine, dude, if you had like as a joke like a jock strap and somebody <laughs> bought like, but you it's not necessarily because I never wore a jock strap playing sports. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's kind of I mean, baseball. I could see, but like playing football and stuff, I never wore. Did you ever wear a jock strap playing ball? Oh yeah. Like yeah. football? Yeah. All, every time. Never. Because, dude, people would freaking take the helmet right to your, you know, try to go right there. Yeah. All I mean, the time. Yeah, I never did. 
I felt like it, it would impede my running. I think what happened is I started out not doing it, and then I caught a helmet right there one time, and I never went without one again. That's a good answer. Like I think I feel like we should ask people that played football, like take or, a poll, because because football, baseball is different, right? Like definitely, I'm wearing a fucking cup. Oh yeah. So and a jockstrap and a cup are different. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you're wearing a cup, did you wear a cup in football? Yeah. Or just a jockstrap? No, I wore a cup. Okay. So I was used to wearing one for baseball too. Yeah. So, so I never I never played baseball. Yeah. And I went like I just I went straight into football, and it wasn't like a requirement of like this is the required gear, you know what I mean? So yeah. I just never did. Yeah, I can understand a baseball because if you get hit in the cojones with a freaking, you know, seventy mile an hour, eighty mile an hour, yeah, fastball, I get that. Right, but football—that's kind of we should ask people though that that have been on the podcast, yeah, like that know that we've that we know that have actually played football, like, yeah, in a competitive setting. I'm just out in the park. My my guess would be a lot of receivers and and you know maybe some skilled positions. Probably not, but like I don't know if you're playing on the line and there's a lot of action going on there all the time. Like, I mean, receivers really you're only seeing contact if you catch the ball, and you know you're blocking on plays too. Yeah, but like on the line, man, you're like just getting like. I just I'm just curious. Like, did you actually did you wear a jockstrap and a cup while playing football? Yeah, yeah, you know, I did. that's interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I, just, I never did. But like I said, it really didn't affect me because I you know, I played baseball all my life, so I was just kind of used to it. Does it feel weird when you run? No, I don't think so. I mean, not really. No. Can, should we strap one on now and like let's go down and buy some and throw some cups and jock straps on? And we'll race each other, race each other down the street. <laughs> yeah, and then post it on uh on Facebook and TikTok. Or no, what we should do is we should run a forty yard dash without a jock strap <laughs> and then do it with <laughs> yeah and see you know. I can't wait for that 10 second 40 yard dash. It's all uh, aerodynamics, you know? Yeah. We should run a mile. See how chafed we get. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and then die halfway through. Yeah. Speaking of running a mile, one of my friends, uh, he, him and his wife signed up for a uh, marathon. Why? Which was 23 miles. <laughs> yeah. And uh, his wife is pregnant. So uh, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, my wife's pregnant. She's not going to be able to run in this marathon. You want to do it? <laughs> and I was like, I kind of look. And I'm like, dude, do I look like I run marathons? Do, do I look bro? like the marathon type? Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, I'd be lucky to run two miles right now, not twenty three. Dude, I'd be lucky to run half a mile. What are you talking about? Two miles? I could probably make it two miles, but then I'd be gassed. I okay. Let's let's test this theory out. Let's go out to an actual track, run a mile, yeah, and see if you're gassed after that. Probably, you know, <laughs> depends on the day, man. Some days I have a little more energy than others. But. You have to, you can't, you can't hit that, st- that uh, slow walk. Like it has to be a continuous run. Yeah. The power walk that doesn't count. No. I mean, a, a, a slow jog. Okay. I'll give, I'll give you that one. But yeah. yeah, you have to have some kind of bounce to your step. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I could do it. But anyways, I, I'm low key thinking about signing up for it and just training for it and see how, how, how far I get. You should definitely do that. Apparently, you can enter the half marathon. That's still like 12 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Just do a, start with a 5K. Yeah. <laughs> okay, start start with a 5K. But let's start with a lap around my local that's school like, park that's, or something. That's only like three point something miles, like three miles. Yeah, I think it's three and a half. Yeah. So let's start with a 5K uh, and maybe make it a fun run. Yeah. You know, like one of the bubble ones or <laughs> the donut run. Or, yeah, some, something that's goofy or a color run or something, you know, and then 
Maybe work it up to the, the 23 miles. Yeah, that's a stretch for sure. But I'm thinking about doing it. I might. That might be a stay tuned update kind of thing later on. That was a, a Burt Kreischer thing um, where he got, uh, I don't know if he was dared, but they told him like he couldn't do a marathon. So he signed up for a marathon. Yeah. No training, no anything. Didn't even like, didn't train for it at all and was able to finish a marathon. Really? Yeah, but he's got the Mickey Mantle gene, so like, I don't know. Nobody, even like Joe Rogan and all, Tom Segura and everybody, have no idea how he did it. Yeah, I'd be pretty impressed by that, yeah. So, I mean, he's a big dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. definitely more out of shape-ish than you would think. Yeah, I think 23 miles is completely out of my realm, but I don't know. If I could run, if I could get to where I maybe could run, you well, know, let, I have like five or six months to train. So let, if I can get up to like five miles, I could probably walk. Well, here's three. what we do. We don't even start with the 5K, okay? We go to the park <laughs> and maybe throw the football around a little bit and warm up the legs and see if we can even run some routes. With or without the cup on? Uh, without. <laughs> or, A, I could wear my cup during the marathon. Do Wear your cup during the marathon, the 23 miles. Okay. And then tell me how fucking, I want to see those bad boys get pinched up in there by mile uh, five. <laughs> no, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I would definitely look down at myself and go, are you fucking kidding me? You really, you really asked me if I was gonna, if I would run a marathon with you. That was a, my response, and he kind of laughed and he's like, "Yeah, you know, but we have a couple months to train. I'm gonna need about a couple years to train." Is it our local marathon? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that thing pisses me off, dude, because it's always kind of like it's never really announced. And they just shut downtown off. Yeah. And it and then that's always when for some reason there's something going on downtown. Yeah. It's like you never need to be downtown. Except for when the marathon's going yeah. on. Yeah. And there's no heads up. You just show up and you're just like, oh God. It's and then the it takes you day. like an extra like thirty minutes to get home because you have to take all these wacky ass routes. There's tons of traffic. Yeah. Right here. It's like a zoo. Another thing about running. the marathon, too, is, you know, the scene, you know, people we went to school with just running past you, you know, like, pick up the pace, Eric, and I'll be like, fuck you. I got an idea. <laughs> Shut down the uh, the bike path and do the fucking marathon on the bike path, and then you wouldn't have to shut traffic down. Look at that. Yeah. What? Problem solved. I'm pretty sure that bike path is pretty fucking long. I mean, sounds pretty, like, logical to me. I don't know. Yeah, this might be a thought, you know what I mean? <laughs> Ding-dongs. Or do it, like, down a highway. <laughs> I mean, like a long stretch of highway. Yeah. Just 23 true. miles down the I-5. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> but don't shut it down. Just, like, use the the uh, median on the, on the middle. Like, do down the middle of the highway. <laughs> hey, but you wouldn't get to see all the sightseeing, though, you know? <laughs> You're like running past downtown, but like, oh yeah, and here's where all the homeless people, you know, like <laughs> yeah. congregate. Like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, I think like the San Francisco Marathon has to be the worst one, right? Like, how much you want to bet? Like, you have to sign a waiver when you sign up for that. That like you're they're not liable. The city's not liable for you for you contracting hepatitis, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> you have to sign a waiver to sign up. Yeah, you don't step on heroin needles or anything. <laughs> yeah. God, I would I would pass on that. Yeah, that would be a. Ooh. 
Here's one thing I've always wanted to do, though, is I've always wanted to sign up for a marathon and just take off, like, dead sprint, you know, because everyone's pacing themselves in the beginning. I want to take off on a dead sprint and have someone, like, out in front and get a picture of me in first place for, like, two seconds. <laughs> like, be like, you know, like, oh, there I am, man. I'm in first place in the marathon. <laughs> and then just be like, and then just like drop you just, out. You just, the picture of you just out in front, like, leading the pack. And then just, the, I'm good. How I got funny would that be? Just like I just take off on a full-on sprint. Everyone else is pacing themselves, and I just Here, I got the picture. I'm good. What about like cheating, like cutting, like being like, I think I'll <laughs> cut this way. Like, oh, I'm for it, man. <laughs> cut shaving off like ten miles off the, <laughs> the course, <laughs> 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 and just running through the ribbon. And just... Okay, check this out, dude. You know what would be so fucking funny with a marathon? Is that they did a twenty, like a full marathon, but they did it like lines at Disneyland where they fucking just snake back and forth. <laughs> that would be funny. But do it like close. You know what I mean? Like the lines. Yeah. So like you don't have a runner, much running pace. So it's like you're literally like bumping shoulders with people as they're running. <laughs> just make it as crowded as possible in yeah. that little space. Another thing that would be funny, too, you know, people have their family members out there passing out waters or something. I was like, no, fuck that. Don't bring me a water. Bring me, like, an electric scooter. You know, when it comes, like, two miles, you know, I'm just zipping past everybody. (laughs) Another funny image, imagine this. You know, there's, like, a big crowd that congregates at the finish line to see who's going to get first place in the marathon. Do you imagine there's, like, hundreds of people at the finish line, and they're expecting some fit dude to run and, like... Here comes Some you. fat dude comes out of the corner, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh man, this guy's going to fucking win it. <laughs> the first thing would be, this guy's fucking cheating. <laughs> <laughs> like They would not be like, oh my god, the, the tubster's going to win. Yeah. Dude. It would be, this guy cheated yeah. somehow. <laughs> I wonder how many miles that guy cut off. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know. Marathons are crazy. Like, where's know. the, is it, it has to just be like self-satisfaction. Like completing a marathon. Yeah, it's more of a like, hey man, I don't think I could have pushed myself to do this and I did it. I completed it. It's kind of like uh, what's one of those other like mil- what's the military style ones? You know what I mean? Like the where they run in the mud and it's like a Volkswagen. Yeah, I've like, done the mud run before. Those are fun. Like things like that, you know, where it's like I was able to finish it or complete it. Like yeah, they have what are they called? The, the Spartan, Trojan Spartan the or the, Spartan yeah, ones? The Spartan, yeah. yeah. I've never done the Spartan one, but I did do a mud run in Fresno when I was like pretty in shape, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I would definitely do it again if I was in shape. Hmm. I don't know about the Spartan one. That one's a little, that one's a little cross crossfitish for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get into <laughs> CrossFit. Yeah. What about like? There's some other good ways too to get a pretty good workout in. Like, have you ever like kind of done like some pretty serious hikes or anything? When I hunt, yeah. <laughs> That's a, you know, when I would go hunting, yeah, for sure. But like, you haven't done anything like recreational. No, I don't go on rec. If I'm if I'm marching through the woods, yeah, with a rifle or a bow in my hand, right? You know yeah. what I mean. I have a purpose. Or I think that's more adrenaline filled, to be honest, because it helps push you through. You could go longer, right? Yeah, because you get you end up like hiking miles, you know, in into the nothing. oh yeah, yeah. So and then you have the fear of something can eat me because you're not on a trail, yeah. You know what I mean? You're not actually even on a trail. Like you start on a trail and off you go. But yeah, and if if you see a mountain lion, they've seen they've seen you 
way before you see them. Yeah, they've been tracking you, boy. So you're in some shit. You'll, you'll smell them, though. You'll smell their pee. Yeah. He's very potent. What does he, it smell like? Mountain lion. <laughs> <laughs> like, very, very potent cat pee. Yeah. But you'll be like, yeah. one around here somewhere. Okay, so if you get in that situation, uh, what do you do? You just keep proceeding? Do you kind of start airing with some caution? I don't know. Um, ultimately they're, they're not really going to mess with you unless they feel threatened, you know, or they're hungry. Yeah. Even that, (laughs) like, um, that, that, that saying of like, they're more scared of you than you are of them. Yeah. It kind of holds true. Most, most animals don't attack unless they feel threatened. Right. But you also have a gun in your hand. So if you, something does charge at you, like, yeah, but, uh, that's a whole mess of dealing with. California fishing game because you if you kill a mountain lion definitely or a bear or something that's trying to attack you yeah then it becomes a whole like you have to call them you know they do an investigation and it's just it turns into a thing yeah you know what I mean uh you just hope that you don't get put in that situation but yeah. I've yeah. seen some of these videos online where like people run into bears and stuff and it's like it's terrifying to look at even online I couldn't imagine being in that situation uh. We've come across bears and stuff. They, like I said, well, bears are. I've been around bears a lot. A lot of times they're scaredy cats a little bit, and they kind of just scurry yeah, they'll, off. They'll take off, you know what I mean. And, and you can also give them a warning shot if you have to. Yeah, but I've I mean, also seen these videos of like the bear not backing down, you know, and just kind of keep charging. And depends on the type of bear in the situation. So if they're, if the bear is a more like used to people around, you know, but I, I don't know, man. You just kind of sometimes you'll come across a bear that doesn't fuck around. Yeah, but like they they're mostly scared though. Like yeah. they don't really want to fuck with you. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Unless they're just coming out of hibernation and haven't but, had a good meal in a while. But we're also not dealing with grizzlies and brown bears here. Yeah, you know what I mean, all we have are black bears. Yeah, so different type of bear. I'm more afraid of uh, mountain lions, dude. Yeah, personally, yeah. Uh, mountain lions scare me more than bears. <clears throat> Um, and black bears are fast. You're not outrunning a black bear. Yeah. And they can climb trees really yeah. fucking quick. So. so you don't have a lot of options, really. No, you just move on. So do you carry bear mace when you go hunting? No. Nope. Gun. Gun. Now, what, what, what caliber of gun do you think would be big enough to take down a pretty good-sized bear? What caliber? I mean, like, what, 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 what type of gun are you usually hunting out there with? Um... I have a thirty out six and a two seventy, uh, which are both capable of on a large game. Yeah, for sure. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not shooting. I'm not out there hunting with a twenty two. Yeah, because you're still you're like you're the whole purpose is you're there to shoot a deer, right? right. So yeah, either you're, way, you're shooting a big animal. You're going yeah, like two four two four three and up. You know, but you're also not wanting to. I mean, I would say thirty out six. That's that's, that's perfect, dude. Right. You know what I mean? You don't need anything bigger than that. Yeah. Seven mag, you know? I uh, Going back to the hiking thing, there is like this app, though. It's called All Trails. Mm-hmm. And so it's like they publish a bunch of different trails. A lot of them you don't even know about. And like people kind of review them and stuff and let mm-hmm. you know like the ease of the hike and how long it's supposed to take you and stuff. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool. I, I, I don't know. I, I've always been a fan of doing kind of the scenic kind of hike. So what we should do, hear me out. Do you have your hunting li- do you have your hunting hunter's ed and hunter hunting license and stuff? Yeah. Why don't why don't we go hunting? 
why don't we do a little little hunting trip? We should. Or just like a day thing. We can go out and hunt coyote or something. Yeah. Like a day thing. Yeah. I'm game for it. Um and then then we can get a little hike in. Uh get some get some in touch with our with the wilderness and you know, nature. Dude, that's an important thing that's so I've dude, I've been craving it so bad. Like yeah. that's something that I used to do all the time. And I just haven't had the time lately but normally like at least once or twice a year we're going up to the mountains doing something because i we would go have like a summer trip and then we'd go hunting in the fall and i haven't i didn't go hunting last year might not go hunting this year just there's been just so much going on but but yeah dude we should definitely if you have your hunter's ed and stuff like yeah let's get your hunting license we get my hunting license let's go yeah i already have it dialed in yeah let's go do something i'm down yeah it's really underestimated like you get caught up in the day-to-day life of I don't know. We don't live in like a big city, but like an average side city, you kind of just get caught up in your routine. And, and and I don't even have to kill anything, dude. Like just being in back in touch with nature, like, like a feeling, connection feeling with nature. Roots, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah, being in touch with your original, like feeling animalistic almost like kind of brings like a sense of uh, Zen back into the, uh, the recipe. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm obviously not an expert in this subject, but a lot of like the kind of mental health, depression, anxiety stuff that people are talking about right now. I think a lot of that could be solved with just kind of connecting with nature nature for a little bit and just kind of like go outside unplugging from electronics and your phone and everything. And Mm -hmm. just like been like a week outside. It's been a couple days outside. My, my dream, like I love like, we haven't done it since Austin was really, really little. Yeah. But we need to go back like go camping take a trailer or do something spend a week like, yeah out, out in nature like this year is a no-go like we already have a bunch of trips planned and kind of spend a bunch of money uh, already but maybe something to do next year or something because i dude, i love that like yeah. you're just out you're just like camping for a week you know or a few days or whatever but go fishing can go on hikes and just do all this like you know summer stuff at the lake yeah definitely or in the mountains. We need to go fishing too. Austin, Austin's been dying to go fishing. It'd be plenty of fun. Maybe we need to do like in our wives or uh, friends camping trip. Take the whole family out, dude. <laughs> dude, your bunch would be wild. Yeah, it would be. But they would I don't think it. we're there yet, but they would love it. They would it. love yeah. it, dude. Yeah. Love it. Have to get one of those big ass tents from Costco. Not even Costco. You can get like a pretty good sized tent. I need a trailer, dude. That's glamping. Yeah. Okay. Way to do it now. So are man. you a glamper or are you a camper? See, it depends on the situation. Okay. When I was young, and I could do it now. Yeah. It depends on who I'm with. Yeah. Right. If I'm by myself, if, if it's me and you, yeah. Or a couple buddies of us. Yeah. Dude, let's fucking grab a tent. I'll sleep in the bed of my truck. Dude. Yeah. As long as I got a sleeping bag and a something to lay my head on, I will sleep in the bed of my truck under the stars. But if I got my family with me, it's a different story. Like, definitely probably a trailer. I could do a tent with them. Right. But it would just be harder, I think. Yeah. Um. But I, if it's just like, you know, for hunting or something, then for sure. Yeah. Uh, We do need to go. I do have a cabin. Where? Uh, well, I mean, okay. No, don't worry. <laughs> I'm not saying Tyler's where, got a cabin. It's a family cabin. That's though. all you had to say. I'm, that'd be cool. So it's it's very small. My great grandpa built it when he got home from World War II. Okay, or from the war. Yeah, 
and uh so it's it's really small it's basically a uh a tent with that's made out of wood and a tin roof you know okay. what I mean? but it's we should definitely do we could do like a night trip or something you know just drive out it's not far like an hour away yeah and uh we could definitely like just have a, a moment of just retouching build a fire let's cook over the fire let's have a few drinks yeah that'd be really cool get some fresh air in us you know what i mean yeah we could definitely do that i think yeah it's fun to just sit sit around the fire and tell stories and you know cook and maybe invite a couple other buddies yeah that would be def- that would be more of a uh like just maybe an our wives or friend or like me you and a couple buddies type of thing yeah that place is definitely not fit to have a family there right yeah uh danielle's been there she knows uh yeah it's definitely not like like i said when i say it's like a tent it's literally got wood frame built up two old ass fucking beds in it you know what i mean like it's it's like a bunk, like a bunker dude like like this is where we're going when shit hits the fan yeah when shit hits thing. the fan you know what i mean where you're gonna be so but no it's 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 cool though you go over there and check it out yeah that'll be fun i don't know man do need to get back in touch with nature so we should definitely do some kind of day hunting trip or something yeah fishing hunting because we can we can go hiking we can do a day trip uh you don't need a tag to hunt coyote we just need the hunting license Uh, so if we pay you know like the 50 dollars or whatever for our hunting license for the year is there a limit on how many coyote you can shoot because they're a nuisance. Yeah. Uh, you just you can shoot them. Just get rid of them. Because okay. they, they breed so fast and they take over and they they uh, they uh kill everything. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, you don't, there's no tags, no nothing. Um, And you can hunt pigs. So if you like, say you wanted to get a pig tag. Yeah. Pig is year round too. So say we're out there hunting coyote and we see a wild boar. Yeah. If you got a pig tag with on you. Oh, uh, okay. Take it down. Gotcha. But you don't get to if you don't got the pig tag. You know yeah. what I mean? And then deer are seasonal. Um, you know, there's seasonal things. And then like certain squirrel, like tree squirrels and stuff. Gray squirrels are seasonal. Um I don't know. There's like turkeys and stuff out there too. Yeah, those are seasonal too. Yeah, those are seasonal for sure. One time we went out shooting, I forgot what we were shooting, but we ended up running into like a bunch of wild turkeys out there and ended up getting some turkeys. Like right before, kind of right around Thanksgiving. It was still in season. I can't remember the exact season part yeah. of it. Dude, those things are hard to clean though. Plucking yeah, that yeah, thing, you gotta pluck pluck all the feathers. Oh out, my goodness, yeah, that thing is hard. Just burn them all off. <laughs> That's another way. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that turkey. Yeah, because you gotta pluck them all and everything, dude. I don't know. I definitely feel like I need to get back in like the hunting stuff though. Right. Um, get back in touch with nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard though when when you have because when you're I don't know dude I don't know what it is but when you're getting all the gear together and you're buying hunting gear and you got your camos and you got like your got it all spread out on a table like I don't know what it is about us men but like everything has to be spread out on a table like I'll take everything out of my backpack yeah I'm like okay this is what everything I got and then I'll like look at all my knives and I'll play with all my knives and be like okay they're all sharp and ready to go and I'll pack them all up how I want them. And then I'll get, I have a, like a hunting bin, like a big, uh, bucket. Yeah. 
And like, I'll go through all that and make sure all my gear and everything is set up and everything. And so you get like a little adrenaline rush, kind of like going through all this yeah, stuff. And dude, you go through it, up you go trip. through it. Like, it makes me exciting just to like go through it and then uh, like go buy stuff or search on Amazon, be like, okay, I need this. I need a new one of these. Yeah. I don't know. Just kind of like, and then you get excited and then you go, you're like, yes. Like, you're, in your mind, you're just like, Mm, serenity. So me and you've never done this, but I feel like if we got out there, I feel like you'd have like the ultimate kind of survival kit with you. Hundred percent. Like, dude, Tyler's fucking prepared for shit going down. Hundred percent, dude. <laughs> I was thinking about at Costco. I saw like these little, uh, I don't know, the little filtering water straw things. You can definitely drink your own urine. Those. Don't ask know, how I do. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Have you tried? <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, like the um, the life straws. Yeah. Um, definitely good. Uh, same with like, so with those, you don't need to boil the water or anything. You can just go up to a river and start sh- drinking all that straw straight up. Wow. Yeah. So, and it's like, it filters everything. It's like, do you still get sick or just not as sick or just not filters it completely good? Yeah. Wow. Filter. Those things are good to have. You never know when you might need. That's why it's called like a life that. straw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you can do like iodine tablets and stuff and put them in your, in, uh, water too so it just depends on who like who's doing it. if more old school yeah it's going to be like those the tablets and those are always still good to have yeah in your pack but uh life straw too yeah they're just kind of more modern more modern but also cost more yeah okay you know I mean? so if you're trying to do like a hunting on a budget or yeah survival on a budget then there's other ways there's other options Sounds like we have some plans to make after after dude, we finish. I'm like, this I'm like getting giddy right now, dude. Like, you don't even. <laughs> you know. guys should see Tyler has a big smile on his face right now. <laughs> I love it. I love nature. I'm about to like after we get done recording here. I'm about to go show you all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I feel like you, do you have like hunting gear? Uh, like I have a pretty good supply. I don't have like all the bells and whistles, probably, but I have like like you have. I don't know. I'm enough to get by, probably. I'm like a minimalist, so I just like I don't like overpacking stuff. So I just take enough to like, hey, I'll survive the trip, but probably barely. No, I just mean, do you have like you have a hunting pack, backpack? Yeah, you have all the stuff to go in it. Do you have camos? Well, what's all the? I have the camos. Yeah, you have all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, boots. I got camos. I got backpack. I even have the. What's that little, oh, the camelback things, you know? So mm-hmm. you can be just, like, sucking down water while you're hiking or, you know, going into your spots. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Pretty much have it all. I don't, I don't know. I probably don't have as much stuff as you do. But it's one of those things where, like, you see something every now and then, you kind of just buy, and over time, you kind of start stocking some yeah, stuff. Yeah, thermals, things like that? No. No. Last time last time we went hunting, two, two deer seasons ago, it was a blizzard. There was a blizzard. Yeah, I wouldn't be prepared for that. I would die. It was fucking cold. <laughs> it was cold. And then where we had our uh, the trailer, because uh, we were dry camping, which means there's no hookups or anything. Yeah. So we were basically using the trailer as a tent. You yeah. know what I mean? So where we were originally, and the blizzard started and the winds and everything, and we kind of got out and like, dude, we're in like 12 feet of snow, like three feet of snow, dude, like 12 to three feet. It's up to almost up to my knees, dude, walking through the snow. And we're looking, going, some of these trees around us don't look, don't look too good. You know what I mean? So we ended up moving. Like we're like, okay, middle of a blizzard. We hooked the hooked the, uh, the trailer up to the truck. We moved it out in the middle of this meadow, like to where if any trees fell, they're not. I mean, we we know that they're not going to hit us. Yeah. 
So it's out of precautionary. We didn't want to do it, but it was like one of those, like we should definitely like man up and do this. So we moved it out in this middle of this meadow and literally woke up the next morning and right where our trailer was, trees fell. You know what I mean? That could kill us in the middle of the oh, yeah. Widowmakers. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're called, they're called Widowmakers for a reason. That's funny. You guys just had the intuition that no one like, yeah. hey, this doesn't look like a good situation. That's, that's a good like, especially when you're in touch with nature, like follow your gut, man. Yeah. Because like your gut's usually going to be right. Because yeah, that's what your natural, they call natural instincts. That's usually what yeah. they're for, for situations like that. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll do a little trip here yeah or day trip or something whatever the wives allow yeah i think it would be important to just have an adventure i think we need something i think um, the soul craves adventure yeah we I can mean, even do nature. we can even do a day trip check this out we could even do a day trip for your, you kelsey and the kids and me danielle and ours like we could even go to the cabin for a day. We don't have to spend the night. We can just go to the cabin for a day, let them run around. Yeah. And it's not far. It's only an hour away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we could we could just drive up there in the morning or something or early afternoon or whatever. Let the kids run around, get some fresh air, come up, come home. Right. You know what I mean? We don't even have to mess with them. I mean, do something like that. Yeah. It would be all right. I'm game for it. I'm yeah, here for something, it. dude. Like and then then they're included and I think the kids would play and have fun. Yeah. Playing with uh, leaves and rocks. and I think it'd be cool to introduce your kids to that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. You know, just outside of the normal day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we can also bring some lunch, too, and we'll start, we can get a fire. Start going and cook lunch over the fire. Yeah. And stuff, you know, make some hot dogs or burgers or something. Yeah. We should do that. It'd be fun. For the summer, I mean, it's pretty much the end of summer now. Like, I mean... Really, our kids aren't old enough to be in school. School, yeah. Like my daughter has school, but not on the weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. My son's go. about to start school next week. Yeah. Right on, dude. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's not like they're in like school. School. You yeah. Know what yeah. Where we like pull them out. To go yeah. Something. Exactly. Just do something on a weekend. Yeah. You know, like a Saturday. Let's go up to the cabin for a little for the day. Yeah. Because there is a restaurant too, kind of close. We can also like we don't have to really have to eat lunch there, but yeah, I kind of like the idea of just like bringing some lunch out there. You know, yeah, cooking it out there. We should definitely do that. All right, let's do it. But anyway, um, yard sales, dude. Glad we yeah. had some. I I don't know. I felt like this episode was good because like we started with some yard sailing and kind of like, and I don't know how we got there, but we got into <laughs> fucking hunting and man stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's crazy how sometimes we'll, our conversation will take a turn. But next time you're at a yard sale, don't get screwed over. Uh, don't buy used underwear. Don't buy used underwear. If there's any hunting stuff, let me know. Yeah, give me a call. I'll sh- I'll come. Um, if there's any dressers, let me know. Okay, because I don't know. And don't be the crazy stereotype yard sale person. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. You know, selling a a Walt drill used for three hundred dollars. Don't be that guy. Or the guy that uh, you know the yard sale starts at seven and he shows up at six. Yeah, don't either. be that guy. You know, read the sign. There's a reason we said seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or there's a reason we said six. Don't show up at five. I think six fifty is acceptable. Six thirty is like, all right, buddy. Yeah, don't don't be the early guy that tries to get a jump on the sale on the on the items. You know what I mean? But oh, this was good, dude. Yeah, we'll, this we'll was plan fun. Something. I say we will definitely off air 
plan something. Let's figure yeah. something out. And then we'll give you guys an update on how the trip went or how, how things yeah, went. Yeah, dude. But we'll, uh, and if you're listening to you, like plan something for yourself, like, I don't know, just do something to get outside. Go put the, put the iPad down, put your phone down, go to drive, literally pack the kids up, drive until you don't get service. Once you don't have service, then you know. You know what I mean? You're in the back. promised land. You're in the promised land. So, anyway, go enjoy the go enjoy some nature. Go enjoy and get touched with your, your inner roots. And uh, go to a yard sale. And go to a yard sale and let us know. Let us know if you have any crazy yard sale stories. On any of our socials, message us, whatever, at our wives or friends pod or our wives or friends. Let us know. I'm sure they're out there. They hit are. A, hit us up on all the socials and let us know if you got any crazy wild uh, yard sale stories. So, on that note, on that note, see you guys next time. All right.